No one book. I saw a video of you on your Instagram. He was working at a cinema, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Looked mad. I love how people see these videos, but they never say anything. It's like, wow, he's actually seen it. But that's social media, though. I feel like um, I bumped into someone the other day and then I was chatting to them and I was like, yeah, so um, it was your birthday the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These times, I didn't even say happy birthday to them on the day. Yeah, so yeah. I knew it was their birthday, but because you take up so much information that like you're not even actually like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, basically, we know bare about people's lives that we don't even admit to. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's mad. Well, yeah, no one really popped off on that video. Yeah, but I used to work in a cinema, man. Yeah. Back in the free tickets and Which all. one? The, the one in Leicester. Oh, Ta- is it? Ta- oh, Taff, right, Taff, right, right, yeah, right. Taff That's Taff the connection. Like, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Taff have been saying Leicester, Leicester. And I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, you and stuff. I think yeah, he did yeah. tell me that he used to take someone on, like, someone on a date, though. But I don't know. <laughs> but imagine if we, but, like, imagine if we, like, bumped into each other without even knowing each other then. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Because you two look so different compared to... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he looks so different from how he did back in the day as well. <laughs> bro, um, I yeah. appreciate you for coming on. Thank no, you thank, so much. Thank you, bro, man. I've, I've got this new segment where um, we start off with like an icebreaker. It's like a new structure. Okay. So I'll ask like five questions before we begin, just to know a bit more about you, then we can dive in. Calm. Cool. So the first one I've got here is, tell me something that people misunderstand the most about you. Deeper question already. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, probably um, is it uh, okay? Maybe just in terms of how much, how much I do, mm, how much okay. I do. Yeah, I feel like, and it, it, we'll probably talk about it later on in terms of the film and stuff. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's so much stuff that you know that goes on behind the scenes. That I think it's a misinterpretation of what we do. Do you know what I mean? I think people just see it as like this, this surface thing but there's so much stuff that happens around it and all the layers in between and stuff in it so yeah. i think um and it's been balancing that as well but yeah i think definitely just in terms of like yeah like what what i do or who i am as well a little mm-hmm. bit you know i think people are figuring it out but yeah soon what's your biggest failure yeah and what did you learn from that experience biggest failure uh boy um all right when i was younger i mm. used to give up yeah, so quit everything. Yeah, mm. so I picked up a uh, saxophone. Yeah, trying to learn the Is instrument. It? Yeah, bro, bro. If I could do music, yeah, mm. I would have. I would have done music as a kid. Saxophone. Yeah. Are you, yo, listen. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Them R and B guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I love, I love music. And if, in fact, yeah. Yeah. On the come up, where I met certain people. Um, like I grew up with certain people or like just bumped into people in terms of who doing music and, and it was early stages but seeing them their careers blossom yeah. now yeah. like I, I dig it so much because I am such a fan of just music you know what I'm saying so yeah I think mm-hmm. giving up that and also just like I think I played football when I was younger as well gave up in terms of like trying so everything I just did as a kid I just didn't fully put my, my all into and then mm-hmm. funny enough acting was the one thing I, I actually did I was like mm-hmm. you know what this is the one that I need to actually like you know, I was I was a bit older, 14, 15 years old, and I was like, you know what, let, no, let me fully put everything into it, do you know what I'm saying? And then, mm. of course, you know, things started to kind of move and happen, innit? Do you know what's mad? Mm. You've got a footballer's name. You think? So, Ascot. Yeah, 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 I hear it. I can see that on an Arsenal talk. Ascot. <laughs> that is blasphemy. <laughs> United. Hey, listen. 
Listen, all right? I, do you know what? I knew the minute it came out of my tongue. Why did you say Arsenal? I don't know because I could just. You're a Chelsea my... fan. Why did you say? Arsenal? <laughs> <laughs> it's the name. All right, all right. It's, it's is got, it? Yeah, the name's gone Arsenal vibe. The thing is, the funny thing is, yeah, I I went to Arsenal Academy when I was like 12 years old. Yeah. Mm. No, no, I didn't get signed to Academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I went to the holiday camp. You know. The... <laughs> yeah, my dad paid for me to go to a holiday camp, but it was sick though. It was like when um, Arsenal did the Invincibles era, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was there. I saw like Omri and Lundberg and stuff like that but yeah man football's oh man I wish I could play football how come you never, you never picked the football yeah because yeah I mean just just you know it is I was things happen too quick for you yeah no but I was small bro like yeah. I'm still small now yeah I'm like you know um I'm not gonna tell my, my favorite height I mean <laughs> <laughs> no but like I was small so I was so when I was 11 yeah I was the man in primary school yeah yeah, yeah. the man bro I had mm. this big afro Mm-mm. like Remember Michael Jackson when he, when he was a kid? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. I was cute like that. Yeah, yeah. Doing my thing, playing kiss chase, was getting all the girls and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, then yeah. high school happened. Yeah, bro, yeah. I didn't grow. Bro, mm. I didn't I didn't grow. <laughs> I didn't age. Listen, you lot, I think it's joke. I got pictures, bro. I'll prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. From eleven years old to fifteen, mm. I looked the same. Yeah. So then, with it, it connects to football in a second, but just mm-hmm. in terms of like, I just didn't like develop like where everyone else did so then when i'm playing football and stuff as a kid like these lot are like six foot so yeah that's why ever is my favorite football player because he just was so aggressive yeah so when i play football yeah if you watch me in the wall they're seating yeah mm. i'm like yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like a short man syndrome i think you know but yeah i just didn't um, yeah, 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 yeah i didn't push football because i just yeah and this, especially in, the, in london uk like you have to be tall six foot you know what I mean? as, a, as a baller back in the day innit? so do you, ha- do you have to actually be that nah, tall to I mean, be a baller it's, it's, you don't have to be because there's, there's ballers that do make it that aren't but mm. when you're that age and you're young like there'll be players that picked over you because of just their height and their physicality mm. and stuff yeah that's what i'm trying to say yeah and if you're not fast then yeah yeah you got to be like raheem mm. sterling like yeah it's crazy bro three films top three films you're recommending why Ooh, um straight away first one easy pursuit of happiness yeah easy wow that is the that yo that was the first film i remember watching it yeah that's and got a lot the of audience were clapping value. huh that's got a lot of replay value. yeah 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 100 100 them speeches in that film are <sighs> mad crazy yeah um, I remember the first when I watched it as well. My dad, everyone in the, in the cinema was clapping. I've never seen that in South London in my life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> in South London, we don't, we don't clap. <laughs> you're, not, you're not clapping after films in. <laughs> no, but like um, the next film, yeah, would probably be. Um, that is funny. But pursue uh, reason why because it's the inspirational part, and I really, yeah. I really dig the the just the, the whole film, man. And then. Um, yeah. Probably would have to be um, this, this is a shout out to Javan as well. Um, <laughs> when we was kids in it, we used to watch Hitch all the time, innit? <laughs> ah. And the thing is, yeah, because <laughs> you know, it is it's it's not um, it's a uh, it's probably not my top three film, but I'm gonna put it in there because of the sentimental value to it, yeah. Mm. But when we was watching Hitch, and obviously we were picking up, you know, what I mean, certain certain game, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like everyone done that. <laughs> so that film for me yeah just is like yeah like we used to watch it all the, we, I know all the, we know bare lines in the, in the film in it like just yeah and then lastly would be um, um, uh, I'm probably going to say a film off a flipping I put it as my drama coursework because it's a deeper okay. reason but basically yeah, yeah. Philadelphia I don't know okay, if you've seen yeah, that before yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so I think basically yeah 
Philadelphia's a film with Tom Hanks and yeah. Denzel Washington. And then uh, Tom Hanks has got AIDS in the film. Yeah. And then Denzel's playing his lawyer, basically. And there's this case or whatever. But why I love that film so much, and in fact, that film changed everything for me, was because when I was watching it, and I don't know why, I, was, I just thought, I don't know. I just, when I was younger, I, I could see, I, could, I always used to think about the bigger picture. Mm. So Philadelphia's a film in which where people watch it, right? You... And that time too in the 90s that people had a lot of ignorance in terms of like HIV and AIDS. So then you went on this journey in Denzel Washington's eyes of just a character who is very ignorant and especially Denzel's character to Tom. He's like, I'm not taking a case. Like, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. But then acro- across the journey of the film, uh, Denzel's character changes and he, and he starts to become more accepting but also more um, educated about mm-hmm. what, what it was basically. And then I felt like the audiences who were ignorant watching that film also went through the same transition and journey. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I love filmmaking mm-hmm. is because you could watch something and then, you know, as my friend Sheila says it all the time, like cinema is, is the human empathy machine. Right, so it's like you can create empathy for people, and I think that's what's so powerful. So again, yeah, Philadelphia, just that film to open up the stigmas and stereotypes and stuff, and to help people, and also just to create just an impact after the film had launched. You know what I'm saying, so yeah, I think any project that that can do that, man, I just think it's like super, super powerful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I was actually gonna ask you, um, if not an actor, then what? But you go to music, right? Would you be a music, football, musician? Football, oh, football, football, then music, yeah. Football, then music. Yeah, football, music, yeah. Are there any um, football musicians? <laughs> Probably. Like any rappers here in the UK? Uh, not in the UK. No, there's... Um, Why haven't they... Yeah, no, there is, there is... Um, what's my man's name? Kia, 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 Kia... What's his name? Kamakata... What's his name, bruv? Key. Is it Key? He does some tracks or whatever, man. You, look, wait, 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 wait watch. <laughs> But he he this guy. Have you clocked? They haven't this even... you know that guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's a ball. He's a baller. He's not obviously a professional yeah, football yeah, player, yeah, yeah. but he was a baller first, isn't it? And Is then it? went into music. Yeah. So there's a lot of men like that. And I swear there's another rap. There's a football player recently that dropped a track. I think I saw. I can't remember. Like one an academy guy. Didn't um Memphis the pirate did yeah Memphis did music as well. Yeah. But the question is how many successful mm. ballers can do music. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't know, I ain't listened to Memphis music in it. No, I finished the sentence. Uh huh. I act because because I want to change the world. That was deep one. <laughs> that wasn't enough. <laughs> was there a reason as to why you wanted to start acting? Um, what was it that like that hit you first when? So I put up a video recently on my Instagram. Mm. I don't know if you saw it. My, my drama teacher. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. I do that sometimes. You know, like you tell a story, <laughs> and then my mum was literally next to you the whole time. I hate that. But yeah, so um, it was her man. Like she, she just um, her name's Nikki Beatty, and um, she just like just believed in me so much. Like mm. I, I, to this day, I don't understand how she had that much belief in me but i wanted to act for her like more so because she she said it you know i could this is something i could do and i'm good at Mm -hmm. and then i followed her kind of her intuition and then also i just think when i was on stage performing as well um i had a real buzz man like i fell in love with just like being you know in that moment and the audience is there and you know you're you're kind of performing and then you know afterwards i'll you know people come up to me be like oh that was a good play and stuff so i guess that kind of um that instant gratification happened quite mm. early on and then that you know boosted my confidence more mm. so excuse me um just from that on really that that's where 
I kind of wanted to act. And then, and then obviously, as I've gotten older, I start to realise like how powerful it can be in terms of what kind of projects I do and stuff like that. So all the short films I've done as well, like that, that stuff means the world to me. And that's probably the best stuff I've ever done mm. um, because of how impactful they were to people. Um, so yeah, mm. that's why, uh, you know, I've played some mad characters, but yeah, it's, it's, it's in the pursuit of trying to do something good. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Well done on hit number one as well for yeah, uh, I Came By. Um, really, really good. What do you think of it? You, you watched it as well? Yeah. The film was good. You, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, I've, I've been saying it to everybody. I didn't expect it, bro. And I wasn't, I wasn't happy with what I did. Oh. I'm Remember not, what I I'm told st- you? I'm still not happy with what I did. You swear. Why not? I, when I watched it the first time, I was like, man, I could have done that better and, and changed. But because of the schedule and, and filming, mm. you know, some days there was only like, you know, I only had two takes to do something again. Mm. So, you know, I remember one, it was a crazy last day, man. I was filming in Stockwell and it was a helicopter going over us. And, you know, we had this big scene. It was a, it was a scene outside the, the flat where he, you know, Toby comes to my house and then I'm with Naz because she just got kicked out for my mum's, innit? it? Yeah. So then we come back and I'm saying to him, yo, mm-hmm. like not right now, innit? Like you got to go. So that scene there, bro, two takes, man. Two takes, literally. Yeah. And um, I was so unsure. I was like, oh, man, I remember like beating myself up after filming that moment. Um, no. So don't get me wrong. I trust 100% Babak. That's what I'm saying. Like what you just said there, that it's, a, it's, it's honestly so humbling and surprising me because it's, there's still so much I can do and offer, which is a good thing, I guess, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, I, I, bro, I didn't expect it, man. Didn't expect it at all. No way, no but way. But remember what I told number you. One. I told you. I told you, your least favourite work will always be <laughs> yeah. everyone's favourite. Why is that? I, bro, I find it so strange. That's it's so weird. Strange. It's proper strange. I've shot some pods yet, which I've walked out thinking that was the fucking worst. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, it's, it blows up and it gets like thousands. Nah, and you thousands know, it pisses of me off because I want to. You like you want to do something? Go, yeah. This is this is yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. one that yeah. And you, you, you know what I'm trying to say like yeah, I, yeah it's just frus- it's frustrating. That's yeah. what it is. It's so I walk out after every pod thinking, yeah, that episode was shit. Just, <laughs> just, just, just for something to happen. Do you know what I mean? Just a, just a, just a bit of hope. <laughs> Wait, you're starting to think. You're starting to think it is shit so then it does yeah, do yeah, good so does. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a mad reverse engineering oh, yeah yeah no no man that was dead man what are you talking about Loki was actually amazing <laughs> I think you know what it is I think you're, you, you're playing with your expectations right yeah. and your your expectations so even with the film because of the innocence my expectations of this film wasn't like I think the innocence was definitely a mad roller coaster of a journey but also like we were on this incredible promo tour and mm. the whole thing I think the Innocence budget was like 40M plus do you know what I'm saying for the whole thing I'm talking about filming and marketing like we were you know there's billboards yeah. in like New York and Columbia mm. billboards bill, bill everywhere right yeah. but they were saying to us like yo this is gonna hit it's gonna hit it's gonna hit and then at the time I was quite young I was what 23, 24 years old so I'm thinking like because I was there at the premiere of Stranger Things so the first one I met the cast, literally. And I remember the feeling of going, oh my God, this is going to be a smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, from that moment, I was like, I need I, I need to work for Netflix. I have to work for Netflix. Mm. And then when Innocence came, I was so happy. Everything lined up, this, you know, the kind of concept it was and whatever. So literally released it. And this is the same time I shower a story. The high that I was feeling was mm. like here. And then a month later, the thing got cancelled. So it was like, wait, what? Like, huh? Yeah. So yeah, it was um, a mad drop, I'd say. So I didn't, I 
prepared myself for this as well. I didn't want to go into this film going with this. Oh yeah, it's gonna smash and like you don't know what's gonna hit, man. And and also I changed why I do it as well. Like I wasn't doing. I came by. I really wanted the experience to be an experience where I just can be honest, and vulnerable, and make mistakes. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird, like I'm still not. I'm still learning my craft. Like I still have anxiety when I go on sets and stuff. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I still fumble my lines or mess up here and there and all all this kind of stuff. And all ten years of my journey, I've always beat myself up about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, especially, you know, this started from when I was in Wizard vs. Aliens in, in doing, you know, when I was 18 years old. I had a mad situation where I did like 18 takes on a certain scene because I couldn't get the word right. You know, like, you know, you're stuttering and and when you start stuttering, flipping that hole gets bigger and bigger and then you're like, oh, crap. I remember the crew looking at their watches going, like, brother, <laughs> it's lunch. <laughs> yeah. I can hear people's bellies just gro- like growling. I'm like, oh, man. So from that experience, I just... um yeah, I'd say throughout my, all my acting like journey, I've been I've been beating myself up a lot about performances and stuff. And then for I came by, I said, "Nope, this one, I'm just gonna enjoy it proper." You know what I'm saying? And you know, I think it's 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 nice to see that blueprint work out for the best. Because mm. now it's like, yeah, like you know, when you do let go, when you just have fun and enjoy experience, you know, the best the best stuff can be created. How do you like? Let's say. There are, of course, there are days where we feel sad, happy, upset, angry, whatnot. Let's say on the day of the shoot, if you're feeling angry, how do you like detach that emotion? What well, angry in a scene as a character, or you mean? What do you, do you mean? Like, like in the real world as a human. Oh, like yeah. say if I'm pissed about something. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, on, and then on the day of the shoot. How, <laughs> yeah, that, that's. How do you how do you detach that emotion to, <laughs> to be in the mindset of that character? Boy, and then you got like um, how many cameras in front of you? And one, one Donnie's who's hungry, waiting for lunchtime. And yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. Do you, like, how do you get into that? How do you just forget about all these emotions that you have in the real world yeah. and just focus on that one character? All right, so I I, I start answering the question, but like this, yeah. So when when I was eighteen and I started to work on a set for the first time, I'm mm. mad grateful, right? This this point in my life, so uh-huh. I am so focused. So. You know, I'm making sure I'm doing everything I can to obviously to to perform to what this thing is. So you almost start to like. You know, when I'm off set shooting, I really like become quite protective of that experience. So I make sure that I'm not allowing like real world experiences and events try and like consume me because Mm. you're right. It's hard. And some some circumstances and situations you can't really control, you know, whether it be something like life changing or whatever it is. But I'm talking about the, the kind of the small things that you can handle. I, I I block myself away. I lock it out. I block out the noise, and I fully, mm-hmm. when I'm in that trailer of mine, you know, I, I light my candles. I got my my book, and I make it my home. Because my thing is that where I perform out of love, so where I feel loved, I you get the best out of me. So when on a set as well, especially being like a leading like actor or whatever it is, I try to like give out that love to everybody in the crew as well. You know what I'm trying to say? So. Uh, you know, when, when, so what I'm trying to say to answer your question is like mm-hmm. that. That also, I'm helped by the crew. I'm helped by the cast because everyone is also permitting a nice, beautiful mm-hmm. energy on set. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's teamwork. Don't get me wrong. Some some jobs I've had, it's not been like that. Do you know what I'm saying? It's been very toxic sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And you've had to just perform through it. And um, you know, yeah, you just get used to it, bro. You get used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, performing out of pressure and stress is like it's almost become my like favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when I talk about yeah, I had two takes. Don't get me wrong. 
I enjoyed that. Do you know why? Because the challenge. So I, because of producing and directing behind the scenes, I know. So I can look at a schedule. I look at the schedule. I'll be like, all right, cool. You know, we're shooting that emotional scene at the end of the day. I really know it's going to be a lot of things are going to happen and, and we're not might have so much time. Mm. So I really start asking questions to like the crew and the first AD in particular. I'll be like, okay, what's the shot list? He tells me shot list. Okay, we're going to do the wide, we'll do this, this angle, that angle. And then I'm calculating my emotional journey offset of where I need to be. So I tell them, give me a warning. Give me a, give me a 10 minute, 15 minute warning of when I'm likely to be called on set and also when I'm likely to do the close-ups as well. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So... I very like I plan it out very well because I've done it in the past where I was younger first time on sets I'm given everything you know what I'm trying to say and then I'm worn out drained and then now they're putting the cameras in my face like yeah. this and I'm like oh man I've got nothing to give yeah. you feel me so over years you just become accustomed to it and you start to build up your own set of rules and you, your conditioning changes man and yeah like you just you just you're molded into it basically mm. you know yeah what was it like working with George Mackay <laughs> you see this guy man this guy <laughs> you see George yeah? when I watched 1917 because I hadn't watched much of George's work beforehand yeah, yeah. and uh, especially as actors yeah my thing is that I, I, I watch actors um, and I, I look at their eyes mm. as when, when I'm watching yeah and it's more so because I believe that emotion is created from the eyes so you can say you can say stuff to me right now you could be lying to me mm. but because your eyes are telling me a different thing mm. that's the truth Okay. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, 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 you, yeah. you know, have you done it before? Like I've done it better times. You know, we're like, <laughs> you know, someone says, "Are you okay?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah, good." And these times, you're like, yeah, your eyes are just, you're holding it all yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's why for me, like, I watch actors through the, through, you know, just through the eyes and stuff. Um, big actor that I really love that I find is powerful in the eyes as well is Daniel Kaluuya. Like, you know, you watch Get Out. Like, he's just watching him through the eyes. I just, you're just sucked in and drawn into to the experience in the world. But going back to George, when I watched 1917, I was blown away. It was, and I watched, I remember watching like the behind the scenes and how they shot it and stuff, you know, to really understand as an actor, the, t the technicalities that was involved. George is a very, he's a master. I have to say, he's a, he's my age as well, both same age, but being working with him was an absolute dream, bro. Absolute dream. Mm. I, and I've always, you know what it is, it's so mad, like this experience of the film, I always wanted to work with actors at that type of level to understand like what's their process maybe, do you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. what am I missing from what I've, what I've I learned? And if anything, working with George reaffirmed everything I've gone through in the journey all of my instincts were, were right because, you know, me and George, we match each other the whole way through. So when we was working, George, <laughs> he's a mad guy, I love him. <laughs> like, like we're doing a night shoot at like three o'clock in the morning, that first scene in the intro and me and him are at it, bro. We're doing the squats, we're doing all the running up and down, yeah, keeping yeah. the adrenaline alive. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter if I'm hungry. It doesn't mm. matter what happened on my phone or it doesn't matter what's happening tomorrow. Right now in this moment and to get the shot, I'm going to be exactly where I need to be and George was like he's the same animal as me mm. so like for like we were just just you know what i'm saying and it's so crazy because we only had like four or five scenes together if you watch the film again you know because of course i don't want to yeah spoilers but um so yeah i had, I had a small window of him man he, he was only there shooting for like two weeks as well but we bonded bro like differently yeah. differently i was gonna ask what, what, what makes like a good scene partner someone who's oh, man someone who's just like patient um considerate kind giving Mm. selfless yeah, yeah selfless you know why mm. because you know the shot could be on you but you know 
I'm behind camera, but I'm giving you my all Ooh, yeah. because I want you to have a, a good scene. I want you to have a good take. I want you to come at the take and saying, yes, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So even with like, when I was working with Kelly as well, um, we had a lot of scenes together who plays uh, George's mum in the film. Mm. And that's just my thing. Like, I'm just like, you know, just check, make make sure that she's, if she's happy, I'm happy. You feel me? So, and that, again, that's what I believe as as actors and as, as part of that team working experience we, we're supposed to do, you know? Mm. Um, I come from old school, you know, where I remember old actors telling me the same thing, you know, when I was younger. So I've always just kept that all the way through, bro. So mm -hmm. just making sure that even Verado, you know, who who played Nazim, my, my girlfriend in it, you know, mm -hmm. it was just, there were some days it was very stressful, but just, just making sure if I can just support her, make sure she's, she's happy as well. And then, yeah, man, we just, both of us just let go. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to say something to, to make you feel insecure or whatever it is. And, and even before the shoot, you know, like I hollered Verada before filming, said, look, let's get some food. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's break the ice. Let's not do that on the set yeah, or yeah. whatever. And also George, like we got to do the graffiti stuff and me and him bonded. We spoke about life. I heard about his journey where he grew up and stuff and vice versa. So when it came to filming, I felt like I knew man from, from time. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes in movies where the hero or the villain, they don't talk on set because they want to stay in that mindset of like, yeah, that yeah, that, yeah. bringing that realism in. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 not so much like being. I'm, I don't really do method or whatever. Mm. And I've worked with actors who yeah. might distance them, them, themselves away from whatever it is, but it's also respecting everyone's got a different process. Yeah. But also like, um, there's a film I did called Drawn Out. Mm. Yeah, um, fully focused, and um, I play a, ca a character called Straps. Mm -mm. And um, oh, bro, the performance and that. Thank you, bro. Flipping <laughs> heck. But you see, okay, you see the scene where I come in and I, I hit the boys and I hold them all up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Again, we, uh, I'm always talking about time. We've, basically, we, <laughs> I only had like three, four takes to do that scene as well, right? But yeah. the point I'm trying to make is that I did for, for a certain purpose of that scene, mm. I, I didn't talk to the boys before, mm. you know? So I, I kept my distance yeah. because a well, big part of that scene, if you watch it again, is status. Because I have to, and it's a very, it was a very challenging thing for me to do because what I'm doing, if you watch it again, is that I'm holding status mm. around all four of these five boys. Mm. And I have to hold, I have to be in control. And also I, they, they're all, uh, you know, they're all intimidated by this character. Mm. And I wanted them to believe in that world that, you know, I really wanted them to feel that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So there were certain bits that we were, I just chucked in there. I mean, I had the script, but then I just was like, all right, cool. I know the script. I'm now going to just mm -hmm. make it my own, you know? And, um, uh, within reason but yeah so there's a there's a bit in the scene where I told him to come stand stand here you know I said to come come here now come here now I kept saying it to him he, he, he literally Malachi and by the way these boys I like I love them all like I mentor them all and I'm so proud of them but yeah just a quick plug to them yeah, but yeah, yeah I told Malachi to come to come stand right in front of me yeah? mm -hmm. and in the scene and I smack his cap yeah off mm -hmm. his face that wasn't all planned you know what I'm trying to say but I did that because I wanted to hold in that that fear inside the eyes and I wanted to hold on to him. And there's a couple, even as you watch it now, they left in it in yeah. where the take just breathes. It's just natural. It's just, there's no cuts or whatever. It's just literally just me and him looking at each other for time. And I just really wanted to create that energy because again, like when you watch it and seeing all the comments on YouTube, it's like for, for people, it 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 breathes, um, it, it feels real. It feels truthful. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, with as I'm saying all this kind of stuff, yeah, it's it's within reason. After after we finish or filming or whatever it is, you know, let's decompress. Let's, let me let me chat to my you know chat to my little brothers and mm -hmm. make sure that everyone's fine and all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying so mm -hmm. sometimes and especially the emotional scenes, hundred percent. I need to just 
go away in the green room to build, you know, build up whatever I'm, you know, whatever place I'm trying to get to mentally mm. to come to set and obviously, you know, to get there. Because, yeah, when you're working with emotion, you know, it's the hardest thing to manipulate. One of the, you know, and, and, and every time you know, talk, people talk about it, it's like you, you're actually finding, you're trying to find the truth. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not trying to pretend. Acting isn't pretending. It's, it's finding the truth of the moment. And mm-hmm. for me, when I'm doing, when I'm playing anger, if I'm playing, you know, if I'm upset with whatever the character's going through, it's suppression. The more you suppress your emotions is the bigger the emotions actually want to come out. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment. You know, it's that scene in uh, I Am Legend where Will Smith's holding the dog mm-hmm. you, and, and the camera sort of is slowly tracking forward, right? And then it comes up to his eyes. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's holding back the tears. You know what I'm trying to say? In Clash of Beauty, he does it as well at the end of the scene. Uh, when, he, when he remembers, you know, his, his wife is basically trying to say to him, you know, say his daughter's name. And the whole film is about grief. And he's holding back the tears, the whole film, like, doesn't want to accept grief, can't accept grief, can't accept grief. And right at the end of that film, you can see him just slowly start to say the words of his daughter. And you can then, then just the whole mm. thing just happens. And it's like... That for me is 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 yeah, man. What how, I how, how do you get to that stage then? Is it is it? Do you, do you lock yourself away and just think about a, like a tragedy? That no, happened in your no, life no, no. I don't think about tragedy. Yeah. I to, I'm telling you, just suppression, muscle memory. So yeah. muscle memory of like, like, there's certain things your body does right mm-hmm. when you're, um, you you know you're upset, you're angry, whatever it is, you're heated. So personally, for me, I. I, pl- I just start to play around with like so my my emotions is in my jaw mm. yeah so you know that's, <laughs> that's just what I know about myself yeah, yeah, yeah. so I play around with 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 just that muscle memory of of trying to keep my emotions in there and then um and then I let it build and I press it down I let it build and press it down and before you know it <laughs> I'm I'm where I need to be basically for the scene mm. um and then of course on top of that you're doing the lines so I believe in I believe in what my character's saying. Mm. I believe in what he wants. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm and, yeah. and if and that's what also pushes me. And then also you you got a scene partner who is giving you that emotion back. So then it just it's easier mm-hmm. because you just go, Oh my god, like, you know, I could be saying like, Okay, I'll use I came by, but in that corridor scene when I'm saying to her, like, Lizzie's gone and it's my fault, I, I I'm completely shattered and broken and so the, the lines and, and where Jay's at, I just, my, my empathy for him is, is, is where it's at. So I feel so sorry for him. So it's easier for me to get to that place because mm. I understand how he got there and all the choices he made. And I'm like, mm. I feel broken as like, you know, I'm playing him, but I, as Percy also feel broken for him. Mm. And that kind of synchronization allows me to kind of get there as well. You know, um, really well said. I was actually going to talk to you about, um, your role in X plus Y. <laughs> bro, I watched that film. You've seen it? I've seen it, bro. It's very, very good. When did you watch that? Uh, like a, f- a few days ago. Seriously? Bro, it's a How did you find it? BBC iPlayer. Is on, it? It's on there right now, yeah. Oh, sick, man. Yeah. Thank you, Very bro. good film. That was a sick film to be a part of. That's a phenomenal film. I'm like, what pissed yeah. this? This is amazing. Did you know I was in it before you watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I obviously I was doing my research. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, no way. I was like, wow, Pascal's in this. <laughs> talk to me about that. Yeah. Talk, talk to me about that. That was role. sick, man. Yeah. That was sick. I was 19. And um, I remember, you know, I was doing Wizards versus, uh, versus, versus Aliens at the time. Yeah. And we had like a, call it like a three, four month break between mm. the next series. Mm. I remember I just saying to myself, I really want to get another f- project. I don't know what it is, whatever. I just want to land something before I go back to Wizards so I can just keep learning. Mm. And then I got this audition for the X plus Y and 
you know, dealing with the kind of film it is, is, is you know, characters who are on the, the spectrum in mm. terms of autism and they're going through this uh, math Olympics. So, but, but the story is actually much bigger than that. The story is about, you know, this boy who's lost his dad tragically and he's got autism and mm-hmm. just him kind of coming to terms with an acceptance of, you know, who he is as a person, uh, played by Asa Butterfield. Mm. And yeah, me and Asa, man, we, we got on so well in that shoot, man. But it was so sick, man, like getting the role and, we flew out to Taiwan, you yeah, know, yeah, we filmed, yeah. yeah, so we filmed in uh, Sheffield for a couple, couple of weeks and then we went to Taiwan and that was like a flipping sick trip, man. Like yeah. being that age, going to all the way to Taiwan and people who don't know like Taiwan, it's next to China. So mm-hmm. the, just the, I got to really understand the world is bigger than, you know, than us in London and it wasn't Westernized. It was so different and filming there as well. It was mm-hmm. a sick experience. And one of the best actors I've ever worked with was on that film and his name's Eddie Marson. Yeah. Is that the if you Google Eddie Marson, yeah? yeah, check out his credits. The guy, the guy morphs into characters yeah, yeah, like yeah. nobody's business. He's a character actor, like crazy. Is it the guy who was on? The, he's the, a teacher. Your teacher, yeah. He's yeah. our teacher. Yeah, he Go was. and watch it, bro. He's the insane actor, like Eddie Marson, yeah? Marson spelled M A R S A N, yeah? Yeah, yeah, He's he played in, um, crazy characters to yeah, teacher yeah. to, yeah, like, and they're yeah, breathtaking. Yeah. Every single one of these characters are breathtaking. Great actor. Yeah, and I remember there was a scene in the film, yeah, there's, he, he does a speech on the, on the bus. Yeah. I don't remember it, yeah, but I remember we was filming it, yeah, <laughs> and um, I, I actually got, I got lost in his, in his speech. Like, I forgot we were filming. I was staring at him and I was just so mesmerised at this actor just doing his thing and stuff and I just remember thinking like wow like that's that's I want to get there one day do you know what I'm saying mm. like just blown blown away all of us boys all of us we were all young actors and what was sick about that film as well was that a lot of the cast went on to do you know like really sick things mm. like there's a boy called Alex Lawfer who's mm. in the film he went to play Benedict Cumberbatch's um, like Benedict Cumberbatch's as a, as a, as a younger Benedict basically in some another film and he's in End of the Fucking World as well he's the main character in it so you know the boy in End of the Fucking World there's the girl and the guy is that End of the World End of the the Fucking World it was on Netflix and Channel 4 but yeah Alex is he's a yeah sick actor but he was on our film as well so like all of us were just together on the come up yeah 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 it was all on the come up together yeah it was yeah he's cold he's cold you must have been in disbelief when you were like on that flight at age of 19 and just, you must have been like, wow, like. Yeah, but you know what it is? Back then. It was a big cast as well, man. Yeah, but because of Man I'm on the Wall, I was so tunnel visioned. Yeah. So like, yeah, the experience was sick and stuff, but I was probably too thinking about too much of the future. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, this is sick, but I'm trying to get to there. So yeah, 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 yeah. I was already like not appreciating that experience and I was already thinking about, oh, I want to be a lead in a film or I want to go and tell the boys about the experience so we can create our own film maybe and all that type of stuff you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. yeah I was very like the ambition was probably too much you know because I probably didn't ex- just you know take in all of those moments there you know but mm. where we did we had, you know we had fun man it was sick you know got yeah, good. was there anything up. that you took away from Marson <sighs> you were like well I'm gonna or did he like give you any advice and say was no anything, I didn't really yeah. you know what it is yeah I worked with some I've, I have worked with like big actors mm. but I try not to do that thing where everybody, you know, everyone wants to chat to them, everyone wants to ask questions and stuff. So yeah. I, sometimes I just take my time in it. So 
And I feel like that's always actually benefited me a little bit, you know, not to be standoffish, but just more like to respect a person's space and, and energy. So like Guy Pierce in Innocence, like we didn't do scenes up until the end. And I was a fan, like Memento's a f- crazy ass film. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's a flipping sick actor, but we didn't, we didn't film until right at the end of the schedule. So everyone had an experience with him. I didn't. So I, I, I didn't want to force it. Mm. So it was uh, until the day of filming, that's when we started to ch- chat and stuff. And we, we gelled. And mm. even after the, fil- the scene finishes, we you know did a couple of scenes together. He said, he said that, man. He said, oh, man, you're a good actor, bro. And it really meant so much to me. And then we did, when we did the photo shoot that's for the marketing, bad, yeah. yeah, like I saw him on set, come over, gave him a big hug and... It was real love, you know what I'm trying to say. And even on 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 the carpet, the red carpet for the for the premiere of it, you know, again, like I was I was chatting some uh, journalist, and then he came over to me, man. Didn't have to, and he just came over and gave me a massive hug again. So, nice. and the same thing happened with um, uh, Tim Roth as well. Mm. I don't know if you lot know Tim Roth, man. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, I did something called Big Tin Star. He's a superstar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big superstar. Talk to me about um, Tin Star as well. I'm performing with um, Tim Roth. Tim, yeah. <laughs> Tim is sick, bro. Elite. Tim's crazy. Tim's um. You see, like every time I get to work with these people, just to, I'm just trying to take small bits of them, do you know what I'm saying, mm. and, and and bring it back. But like Tim is the real deal. Like I remember we did this, we were doing the scene, and then he comes into the house, and basically it was crazy. So his daughter in the in the series, mm. we were we were like we're on these dates kind of thing, but they're trying to track down my mum who's a detective. Mm. So my mum's a police detective, or they, and they, and they're all corrupt in it. So. Tim's character is trying to find out who's kind of, you know, trying to frame his, you know, put his family in danger. So he's trying to find these police officers who have put his family in danger, right? So dating his daughter, you know, my character doesn't understand, is is so unsuspecting. And then Tim Ross' daughter in the series accidentally shoots my dad because she thinks that, you know, my mum's going to walk in. She shoots my dad. Mm. So then in the scene, I come downstairs, I see my dad dead on the floor. I realised that it was her because she's, she's got the gun in her hand shaking mm. and then we have this like fight, you know, big fight sequence or whatever it is and it's all messy. Then we get to, she's about to run, or I'm about to run outside to call the police or whatever and then Tim just bursts in right with a gun. But when we was filming it, like literally, like he'll get the, you know, the flipping things all like in man's temple but like <laughs> I loved it. Like, yeah, and then he throws me on the floor whatever it is and then, you know, we do the scene or whatever it is and even in the bedroom scene, like there's a bit where like they tie me up or whatever it is and I'm like crying and groveling like, please, like whatever and um i remember we was in a hotel and um i think it was in a hotel I'm, I'm, or was it on set but again he said something i can't remember the, what he said in, in detail but he just gave me a compliment you know and it mm. just really really meant something to me because again i didn't want to yeah. over yeah. you know do the, the energy thing or whatever it is i just wanted to keep it cool and you know if, if you if you want to say something like i want it to be organic in it so yeah and he, he did say something to me and again it touched me man so you see these actors on screen mm. but when you're on set it's like they're in their element mm. what's that what's that what's that difference like i mean the thing is yeah they're so good that they just switch like yeah. easy bro like hugh bonneville and i came by you know hugh played He's in Paddington Bear, bro. Like I'm mm-hmm. saying, he's in Downton Abbey. His characters have not been what he you played. You know when they're so by. good, they can just do it in one bro, take. Bro, literally. They're like, how? Literally. It's like in their blood. Oh, completely. Like they were born to do it. Like you could just, you could feel the experience. You could feel the years of just mm. craft in, in just how they switch to things. You know what I'm saying? Which is what I love That's to get so to. That's so strange. That must be, that must I need be like, I need like a take or two to kind yeah, of like, yeah, warm, to let me warm into this guys. Yeah. Like, let me, <laughs> let me fluff up a couple of times in it. Then by the fifth one, I'm ready. You <laughs> Tell me a time when you had like a really bad experience on set. When it came to like with yourself where you couldn't really just do a take or get your mind into the, into yeah. the character. Um, I think I did a pilot for 
um, I, can't, I don't want to say it through actually. I did a pilot a long time ago. I was probably 21 years old, 22 mm. years old. Mm. And it was a comedy. Mm. So this is the truth, yeah? I'm like comedy. I love comedy, but I, I fell into comedy by accident. Mm. I'm not like, I don't, I don't know like fully the beats of comedy. I don't, I didn't study it or it's not in me. It's not innate to do comedy. So when we did Man on All, I was always a bit like, mm, like I love it and love the experience mm. of doing it with the boys and stuff. And I, I, you know, we were making things that we found funny, but I was always a little bit, maybe a bit insecure about it because I was just like, this is not my, my forte. It's not my go-to. So I did this comedy. I don't know how I got the role, you know, but I did the pilot, right? And um, so it's not commissioned yet. It's a pilot. So we did, we did the shoot. And it was just to shoot one episode of it. But the whole experience was probably the most anxiety-ridden mm. thing I've ever done in my life, bro. Like, I remember the anxiety was so bad that I was doing it. I was, <laughs> they said action. I couldn't even hear. Like, the sound had, like, dissipated, gone. Mm. I couldn't even hear, my, like, the actors saying lines. I was so in my head. Yeah. And my, I could, all I could hear was my heart beating out my chest. Flipping and head. I couldn't, I just couldn't do it, bro literally i just shut down like i've never that was probably the mad the maddest thing i remember even in my trailer like calling my mom or calling jav like trying to understand like what can i do man how can i get over this thing do you know what i'm saying um yeah that really that really yeah just do you know what i'm saying punch man in the gut com completely yeah how did everyone on set act how like did, towards they that it? they yeah. didn't know i kept that quiet because yeah, like what you're thinking is not where they're, what they're completely, thinking 100 percent that's they didn't know. I didn't tell anybody. I learned that recently. I as kept well. it to myself. I, 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 you know, I just struggled. But I just, yeah, I just struggled to myself. Like mm. there wasn't. It's hard sometimes because it's like we're filming, and this work, you know, it's it's an engine, it's a machine. So sometimes, mm. you know, you ain't got time to 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 work out what's wrong with someone or whatever it is. Like yo, man, we got yeah, the shots here. We need to get the shot, whatever it is. So, mm. and and that's why as actors we're paid to obviously you know be at that that level profession where we can just come in and we're ready. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. So. Mm. You know, um, yeah, man, I'd say that experience. You hit the peak when it came to Shara's story, but I know that you weren't meant to be in it. Yeah. How did that come about? <laughs> was it Was it, Was it? it the fact that you weren't right for the role? Yeah, and I think it's more like Raps saw Javan in something and was like, yeah, that's my Shara. Mm -hmm. And then, because I haven't done anything of that nature, he didn't, he just, yeah, I wasn't a, question to think oh or and it probably didn't cross his mind maybe do you know yeah. what i'm saying and that's not a that's not a bad thing or whatever mm. um you know and if anything it was great that i could you know prove to him that yeah like i can do the role because mm. um it gave me a challenge inside but yeah how it happened was that i, I remember finishing the innocence and sort of you know went back to wall of comedy and you know was, was building the company still and trying to you know was do, you know doing all this sh like group chat you know mm -hmm. was shooting group chat from back then basically but um yeah jav was he had finished what was jav doing um i think he had finished the purge and um we were kind of like uh, like jav was chatting to me about oh i got this project with Ratman and stuff and i've seen raps his stuff as well um because he's done it beforehand and um I think I can't remember what happened, but yeah, Jav obviously just was like, oh, yeah, that would be sick if we both did it together. Cause me and Jav have done a couple other short films together for fully focus and they did quite well. Yeah. So me and Jav were already in the space of wanting to do more films, like short films together because we could produce them quicker. We can churn them out quicker. And, and also you give it directly to the audience in it. So, mm. to, you know, there's a, there's a quicker process in terms of like waiting for like a, waiting for like a TV show to cast me and Javan. It's not, it's not going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it was sick to do these shorts. So yeah, Jav was telling me about it. And then, um, you know, Jav kind of spoke to Ratman and then, um, 
Raps is like, okay, cool, like, let me meet him, you know. So Raps came to our office back then. Um, I came and I think I just had bare questions for him. I just had loads of questions. That's, that's what he told me. Um, every really? time he told the story, yeah, he said, he said like, I just I was just so curious and I was asking, maybe I was just asking all the right questions. And I think that probably gave him the confidence to go, was yeah. Was it like, questions about the project or the character itself? Character itself, yeah. I was really just trying really? to understand, like, yeah, like, who is Kyle? you know what makes him and his background all this kind of stuff blah blah just just the, kind of the normal stuff i would normally do you, you know when you're interrogating a, a script or a story or whatever and mm. the sick thing about shara's story was obviously it's music based as well so mm. you know we've got the kind of we've got that additional support of music and then and then in those small scenes with me and javan because mm. there's only like three of them mm. we really had to craft them perfectly yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. If you don't believe our friendship from the from the first scene then you, you, you don't you don't believe you, in the whole thing at all you were so good as that character mm. that I hated you. Do you know what I mean? He was you were so believable. You're, right. you're not you're not the first person to tell me that. You were so <laughs> believable, bro. You were so believable that I, Safe, oh, I swear to God. Because I remember my friend when I, I was at uni at the time when it came uh, out, uh, when it was trending, my friend was like, I went over to his house, I was like, have you seen the heard this thing called thing called Shara's story? Yeah. And I was like, nah man. He's like, well, we're gonna watch it again back to back. And I was like, alright, cool. <laughs> and I was like, why do I hate this guy? I fucking hate this guy so much. That's landing me in problems, man. That's so like you bro, you're so good in it. Thank you, bro. Thank you, man. I've landed in situations though, because of that, that that reason. Yeah. Were you? Bro, I've been G checked, bro. <laughs> you think it this acting thing's putting man in danger? <laughs> Bro, I've been to certain ends where, yeah, certain man believe that yeah. that's me. Yeah, yeah. Who who you with, bro? Like, yeah, yeah what's your yeah. what ends are you from and who you with? Who you rolling with? <laughs> so literally, yeah, like there's times where I meet the man them and I told her I told her one story, I think, um, on some other interview, but yeah, I was in mm-hmm. yeah, I was in the ends. I don't want to say the ends, but just chatting to the chatting to this one kid, innit? it? Yeah. Young guy, but all of a sudden I could just feel Bare man them just kind of like you know like circle man do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I'm by myself as well and that's me right some people see me in these mad like mad flipping environments they're like what are you doing here and I'm like bro I'm a normal guy I just I'm just everywhere in it so yeah I was by myself there and um he's he's chatting to me but he's looking me in my eye like mm. proper and I'm holding my eye contact with him as well. I'm not breaking because if I start looking around, then it looks like I'm now I'm a bit, a bit shook in it. So I'm yeah. talking to him, talking, 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 and then eventually he just puts his hand out, <laughs> shakes my hand in it. Yeah, I shake his hand, and all of a sudden I just feel all the man them just kind of like yeah, like disappear. Yeah, yeah, but P- people, yeah, people I was like, like keep, keep your eye contact, man. Stay in the acting zone, in it. Bro, I've been in places where I've, I'm walking and I've, I, all I'm just yeah doing my thing, listening to music, and I hear a car spin. What? And then I'm like looking around, I see the, the, you jump out the car, hearts like this, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's coming up to me, coming up to me, coming up to me. And you see, I love the man them because like they show me love, yeah, but it's like so, the love feels like mm. you're, you're, yeah, you're, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I feel like I'm back at 13 years old again, you know them. <laughs> I'm, so I'm trying to receive the love at the same time, innit? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, like I'm hoping man ain't asking me. I, I hope he ain't asking me for the time. You know, you know, them old tricks there. What's the time, bro? Man gets his phone out and he's like, yeah, Flipping let me take that. Oh, I hate them fuckers, man. Flipping heck! The amount of times that has happened to me. Hey, bro. Because I used to be fat back in the day, so I used to. I, I was seen as a target, right? So I was just easy to get to, right? Oh, bro, I used to the, tuck my money in my sock, bro. Yeah. Bro, I had to go. I had to bro. roll to Croydon, grow up in Croydon, so I had to put my money in my sock. Yeah, put the phone in a mad place. Yeah, incons- <laughs> inconspicuous. Remember one time I was with my cousin who lives in like the countryside, 
And um, we went to get some chicken and chips here near my dad's warehouse mm. back in the day. I was like 11 years old. And uh, I grew up in, you know, Southeast. And so I knew, okay, like it was in the different ends, in it? So I was like, all right, we have to just be mindful. Literally, chicken, my dad's warehouse is here. The chicken shop is just there. Literally two minutes, bro. Yeah. As soon as we're walking on the, on the main road, these kids come off the bus and then literally come up to us and then they ask for the time. Obviously, I'm thinking, fuck, I don't fuck. know, bro. Like, whatever. My cousin next to me <laughs> flipping pulls out the whole Motorola Razor, flips it up. <laughs> All shining in the in the sunlight, yeah, yeah, looking like money, and then yeah, he, he just take it out of his hand, and then they they take out my money as well. <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh man, to this day, I look at him like you know, like sometimes at Christmas dinner, I'm just looking at him vex. Man, you you made me lose my five pound, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh god, yeah, bro. But yeah, sorry. So sometimes, yeah, these roles. Um, yeah, you know, it lands me in, yeah, in, in sticky situations. I feel like now, hopefully, the UK know that. Oh, they see me. He's, oh, he's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that. <laughs> but it must be weird as well when they, especially when they see you and Javan walking together, they must be like, whoa. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, I can't wait because Jav's coming back. Mm. Um, and probably when this comes out, he, he's already been here. But yeah. yeah, he's coming back next week, isn't it? So, um it's gonna be sick. We're gonna yeah do some stuff together, but yeah, just that like, when we're walking, yeah, that's when people are like, mm. like they're really like Sharis, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some people are like, why are you chilling with this brother? I'm like, leave me alone, <laughs> bro. Allow me, man. <laughs> I want to talk about the rehearsal. What was the rehearsal like for Sharis story? I mean, if I'm honest with you, bro, bro it, it must, we didn't it we didn't rehearse like because you're learning crazy. lines as well as learning the like the song. Oh, you mean that process? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 that that was sick. So raps raps is a genius, man. Raps has spent a month crafting that song, like, mm. and he's thinking about every detail. Like, you have to understand, like, raps. Although he didn't go to flipping film school, whatever, he understands audiences properly, bro, properly. Mm. And even like there was times when the song, like, I would be questioning. I'll be like, oh, raps, but we, you know, why'd it go that way? Like, let's do it this way or whatever it is, right? But he'd be like, no, 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 bro, trust me, trust me, trust me. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then, yeah, obviously, when you see the reaction, you're like, oh my God. And even when I watch the final, the, the, the full edit, uh, even, even we, when we watched it, the first, the first edits, we were blown away. We were like running mm -hmm. up and down. I remember being, we was in LA and me and Javan listened to part two mm -hmm. for part two. And um, part two is crazy because obviously at the end, Kira and you know we, Shara takes you know his daughter back or whatever it is and yeah we I remember we was running and screaming but yeah we would you know I'd just be rehearsing it as much as I could in it um, just to, just to match it because obviously the lip sync stuff or whatever whatever you know what I'm saying but mm. yeah the, the fam favorite part for me was when we did the actual scenes you know that was that was fun that was like where we get to work properly you know and what was the most difficult aspect about filming Shara's story oh easy it was um, when we did part one raps. He, he, you know, funded part one by mm. himself, in fact, you know, so it was a tight schedule, tight shoot. But, you know, we, we, we did it, you know, passion project, you do out, you know, you, the love is there. So we're shooting 17 hours, basically, like mm. for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then for part two and part three, we did get a bit of funding for it. However, the episodes grew. Like if you look at it now, the time length was, was getting bigger. So naturally mm -hmm. the shoot days were getting were more, were more intense. And also there's bare other characters like Conan got, you know, featured into it. We had Michael Dapper, we had bare people. So um, I think just the actual film days, like it was hard, bro. Like me and Javan were literally filming like, 17 18 hours like each day you know so it would be four days and then literally 17 hours 17 so by like 
the last day, I remember for part three, the last day, we were so tired. We had like two hours sleep, literally, and it was like what? burning, burning, yeah. It's a, it's a scene where um, Hedy won and Ashley Waters, we, mm. we walk up to Ashley and Hedy, yeah. So that scene, we were performing on like an hour sleep still. <laughs> so we were, so we were burning, but yeah. obviously, you know, you need to get the job done, do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, definitely. And also, yeah, some of the some of the scenes where you know where the bit. Um, by the way, yeah, R.I.P. Cadet Man. There's mm. a scene where I come out and Cadet's shooting at uh, Shara, but then I come up to save Shara a little mm. bit. Yeah, that scene there. So the police were circling the block because they saw bare people, of course, in it. But mm-hmm. you know, we've got all of these like props and stuff, isn't it? So it just would create like havoc, basically. Yeah, techie, yeah, 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 yeah. Techie, like that could have gone so bad. Like literally, mm. imagine arm. Yeah, like yeah. Read somewhere in that magazine that got released uh, recently as well, eighteen eighty three. Yeah, yeah. And you said that um, I understand that you have like obviously the wall in the way because there's like a lot of work going on at the same time. But then, at the, but you, you mentioned how you reject a lot of roles. Yeah, is that based on the script? Is that just like a personal thing, or is that just you've just got too much going on at the same time? No, I just got, I got yeah a bit a bit of everything you said there, mm. but like also I think it was just like. I think knows a knows a knows a powerful thing, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of word, and also starting to make have to make choices because mm. I think I could easily fall into doing loads of type of like TV roles and mm-hmm. bouncing from one job to another, maybe, mm-hmm. and not being a lead. You know, I think that mm-hmm. that was where I, I I guess I asked myself the question. I was like, what do I want to do in this industry? Like, what kind of characters do I want to play? And I mm-hmm. definitely want to. I definitely want to play, yeah, big these you know these big characters. So basically, I just said no to all roles that weren't as challenging or weren't mm-hmm. you know able to push me in the, in the, the direction I'm trying to get to. Basically, yeah, 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 So yeah. yeah, it's 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 a, it's a hard choice because of course you know I think over the years I think before I came by I was really like frustrated and wasn't getting I wasn't getting many auditions actually. Do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I think that was a bit of pandemic and also just yeah maybe also you know this industry sometimes it's like they kind of feels like you get forgotten about do you know what I'm saying quite quickly mm-hmm. so unless you're kind of in the publicity eye and mm-hmm. your your pro your program or project has been talked about it feels like you know there are other actors might get those auditions over you you know what I mean so I think I was just like oh like just nothing's coming through you mm-hmm. know so that's that's the risk I took because I was like I'm not on just trying to do anything in it so yeah the risk is that mm you know eventually maybe no one's everyone said oh, okay he's saying no so much then what's the point in you know giving him this audition because he's gonna just say no again so yeah it was, it was it's been techie you know even when you do um auditions and stuff and you get rejected how do you handle that i guess um what's 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 for you is for you isn't it do mm. you know what i'm saying like don't, don't get me wrong some some roles i look at i'm like man i would love to be in a part of that but yeah end of the day i think i'm wise enough and i've done enough to know that there are other projects. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying there are other projects, and I think also just like the fact that we create our own stuff. Mm. I think that's what helps me because I go, you know what, I might have missed out on that role there, but eventually we're gonna get to a place where I'll be able to just yeah, like I'll be casting my own you know projects basically. So Mm-mm. I don't have to worry too much because I know I trust in us. I trust in you know our team and and the company and where we're headed, our vision and stuff. I really mm-hmm. I know it's gonna happen. I just know one thousand percent like everything that has happened isn't done in, it hasn't happened in vain it's not by accident that we're here because we've put in the time we put in the hours like we've mm-hmm. strategized this has all been part of the plans and so you know yeah the plans are materializing so yeah that's what makes me believe mm-hmm. so much that we're going to get there 
Well, really well said, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you for coming yeah, on. Thank you, bro. It means a lot. Thank you so yes. much. <laughs> I want to do a part two as well one day, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. I've got, two. I've got just more questions in it, but like, you yeah, got, yeah, of course, of course. It's alright, but no, but like, this has yeah. been, it's enough. Thank you, bro. But you're more than welcome to come and yeah. do a part two. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Yeah, big shout out to you, a hey, man. I'm I appreciate, proud of you. man. I'm proud of this guy. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah, but yeah, if you're watching, thank you, bro. Appreciate keep supporting the pod, man. Subscribe, all of that good stuff, man. Appreciate. Thank you so much. Big shout out to Specs as well. Yes, Specs. Man behind the camera. Yes, yes.